You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 73 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Soon to be Baby on Broad. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> you didn't you know, know how much, that in. I know you were. You know how much harder it is to be a rational Philadelphia sports fan with all of these hormones racing through my body? I bet you just have so much more anger, so much more emotion, everything and, just amplified. Yeah. And it's really, really bad for an expectant mother to have extra stress. <laughs> to be this stressed. So, so I'm going to need everyone <laughs> to get it together for the sake of my unborn child. For Please. baby on broad. That's what I'm calling it for now. Baby That's on broad. That's fine. We can go with it. We don't, <laughs> we don't know what it is yet. So baby on broad is, is what we're going with. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the Eagles, they take on the Jets this week at MetLife for the second week in a row. The Jets are just 3-8 and eight so far this season. They picked up their third win last week against Houston with a final of 21-14. to 14. But just to say or show how bad that game was, both teams went into that game 2-8. and eight. That was a lovely, That's something. lovely game. That's something. That's so, something bad. Right? So before we look more into the breakdown, Jess, give us a quick rundown of the injuries. So the Jets are a mess. Um, Zach Wilson got hurt again. They didn't have their leading running back last week, so we'll see what goes on for for him this week. Um, Joe Flacco was activated off the COVID list, so it's looking like he will be their starter, and I guess Josh Johnson will be his backup, maybe. Um, LaMarcus Joyner's out for the season. Sheldon Rankins is questionable with an injury. Corey Davis is questionable with an injury, and Quinton Williams is questionable with an injury. So a bunch of their biggest name guys are all pretty banged up. Um, you know, they yeah, were it's already a team that like wasn't really flashy from the gate, and then they just got hit pretty hard too. Right. With the pieces no. that they did have that were kind of shiny. 
yeah, the 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 guys that are you know their their big names, the big names on the New York Jets, <laughs> they're all they're you know they're all hurt, they're all banged up, they're all yeah. you know really kind of struggling and limping through the season. Um, you know, in addition to the way that the Jets as a team are are limping through the season, but um, in terms of the Eagles, you know, Jack Driscoll's done for the year, um, so we're going to see a lot of Nate Herbig. Uh, this week, Jason Kelsey did not practice today with that knee injury, but he is listed under rest and the knee injury, um, which leads you know me to believe that it's it was sore, but it's nothing. Jason Kelsey can't play through. Like it's I was going to say, he's sore. he's played through injuries where he literally needed surgery the day after the season for right. them. So I feel like he'll play with his knee, especially he's not going to play too much longer. So he's probably like, I need to grind this out. Yeah. And I think if it's something that's not super serious and it's just, it was just obviously really sore when it happened and it's a matter of playing through sore as it gets better, you know, the chance. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked though, if it comes out, like if he plays the rest of the season and then it comes out that he tore his meniscus or something and was playing on a torn meniscus or some sort. You're absolutely correct. Would not surprise me at all. And then, you know, Miles Sanders, I think, tweaked his ankle a little bit more in that game on Sunday against the Giants, which is why we saw him less and less. As okay, okay. On. We hope that's the reason. And, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, but he was a full participant today. And I think the 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 biggest one, the biggest topic of conversation right now is Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, hurt his ankle. In that game, you could see him limping after the play, limping off mm-hmm. the field a couple times. Um, he's been limited so far these first two days of practice this week, and he said he's playing. Um, he's a very similar kind of guy in terms of gutting it out through injury, in my opinion, and like to, like a Jason Kelsey, like his yeah. limb would have to be hanging off for him to not play. Um, you know, it will be interesting to just see if it affects their game plan i think that's going to be the determining factor because how much will it affect his his, run which yeah and that's what he leaned on last week and kind of got him through when he was struggling with his passing so that's going to be interesting so you know he says he's playing he's been limited we'll see what what ends up happening i hope to God, we're not watching Gardner Minshew and Joe Flacco try to. I was just going to say. Um, I will probably kill myself. Joe Flacco's coming out with a vengeance for the Eagles releasing him early in the season. Well, not releasing. I guess trading. Or was he releasing them? No, they I don't know how. Okay, gotta, I was going to say, I don't know how that whole thing happened, well, but he went Joe, from the Eagles. Joe Douglas clearly studied under Howie Roseman's tutelage. So, yeah. you know, if there's a bigger idiot in the NFL than Howie Roseman, it might be, you know, the guy who who learned from him. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, both teams are are pretty banged up. I don't know if the Jets have had their buy or not yet, but the Eagles haven't. So they're just trying yeah. to get the buy at this point. Get a win against the Jets. And, and when is their buy? Is it next week or the week after? It's next the week. The Eagles are next week. Yeah. Next week. So they're really just trying to get this win, come out, as healthy as can be and get everyone some rest because it's a late buy for them. Yeah. A very late buy. I don't remember having a buy this late. I remember for a long time. time we had a really early one and that was in 2016. Yeah. But other than that, it's always been like pretty right in the middle, which mm-hmm. is nice. And it's been a lucky, lucky break, but this, I mean, you can tell that they're, they're, they're hurting to get there. So I know, and that's one of the things that sucks too, is because our O line finally 
we've been talking about it was yep. getting cohesive because they were playing like a couple games together week. and so yep, we'll see. Longest, longest span Jalen Hurts has ever seen of a consistent offensive line. And and it 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 was good. It was it, it was, was good. it showed. So what do you think? I mean, as we're as we're like kind of doom and gloom talking about the injuries and limping to the bye, I mean, what do you think is gonna happen this week? What do you think you're gonna see from the Jets? What do you think you're gonna see from the Eagles? Do they come out with a win? Like where where are we come Sunday afternoon? So, like you said, like it's kind of I don't know. Like, there's just so much. Like, it's interesting to see the Jets' um, stats, I guess, in a way, because like their defensive stats are better than the Eagles for the most part. Uh, most point or most part, I can't talk. Um, so, like I mentioned this in the last show, it's just like the de their defense has 19 interceptions and 25 sacks compared to the Eagles, who have eight interceptions on the season and 19 sacks. So it's like there's just little things like that where. I just want to make sure everybody knows that before we go into it too cocky. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause that seems to be what happened last week in a way. But so that kind of makes me nervous, but for the most part, I think the Eagles will come out and destroy the jets. I think the fact that it's also at MetLife stadium for the second week in a row. And then last week they kind of went into it, you know, and didn't turn out pretty. So I think they're kind of just going to go in have memories of last week going to Pick apart the Jets team because, I mean, if there's a team worse than the Giants, it's the Jets. Yep. So um, it's it's interesting to look at. I think they have all the possibilities. But with everything factored in, um, with the Jalen Hurts injury and all that, they're just going to have to really come out with a good game plan. And I'm kind of like 70% sold on Sirianni, or not even sold, but just like have 70% faith going into this game that he'll do the right thing and have a good game plan. We'll see. I mean. The Jets are really, really bad. And literally last week, their main weapon was Braxton Berrios, who barely even played at Miami when he was there. He's like 5'9", and that's their top receiver right now. He's also their kick and pump returner. So it's just it, – if the Eagles even come close to losing this game, I will be very, very upset. And, like, there's a small possibility in my mind that it might happen. But for the most part, I think the Eagles come out and destroy this team because that's what they should be doing. It's just unfortunate because the vibes the vibes were so good for so long. Yeah. Like, they, they, not so long, but the vibes were good for a little bit in there. And all of a sudden, there's not good Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it's so hard to even talk about it because you're just like, this is what should happen and I think will happen. But then my heart is now making me doubt everything. Or I guess it's my head that's making me doubt everything right. because I've seen last week and I always talk to Mike Quick, and Mike Quick, he even said, he's like, yeah, you can study a team's like whole like recent record and everything for the season so far, but really what only matters is the week prior. And it's so true. That's yeah. the best film to look at because that's the most current state of them. Yeah. But. And the Eagles are just, I, I mean, I, I hate sitting here having this doom and gloom conversation where we're yeah. concerned that the Eagles could lay an egg against the Jets. A three and eight team. Their wins have come against like the Titans, the Bengals, which they did upset. So they do have the possibility to upset a team if they sleep game. on them. Yeah. So their wins though have come against the Titans, the Bengals that they got the upset against, and then Houston. So besides the Bengals, it's like Yeah, and even then, like the Bengals were still able to put like the Bengals put up a lot of points on them. That was a big comeback win for yes, them. Yes. So, you're right. And they they did it primarily by running the ball. 
They're yeah. they're a terrible team against the run. So and that's why I didn't bring that up for you because I knew that was your biggest key. I it, it's a, it always is. I just don't understand why mm-hmm. it's so hard. Why do we keep having this conversation? I don't know. It's like and that's where it. It's going to hurt us in the fact that Jalen's not as mobile this week. Yes. And maybe Miles Sanders as well. But I have a lot of faith in Jordan Howard, Kenny Jordan Gainwell. Howard has not practiced this week. Okay. So Kenny, or Kenny Gainwell, that's what I was going to say. Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott. Yeah. They so got it. I just, I mean, it's just, not, it's not rocket science. Like, I don't understand why we have to keep saying this. I mean, the Jets are allowing almost five yards per rushing attempt and allowing almost six yards per play. They're allowing 400 yards per game. Like, yeah, it, they, they, this is like it, it, they they have the recipe right in front of them for for a bounce back. Like, but will they do it? Who the heck knows? Like, I don't know. I would, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Act them too, but like, are they? <sighs> and that's what sucks about this. It is like. That's what I'm saying. You, we just talk ourselves in circles because we're like, this is what should happen. But this could also happen because they haven't been playing the best. But this is what should happen. But eh, like that's the whole thing. Still happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay. Realistically, I I do think they bounce back. I think Jay I think too. Back, assuming his ankle's good to go, and like I think they figure it out, get back in action against the Jets. Like like I said, like Jalen strikes me as a guy like similar with injuries as Jason Kelsey, like. He has to physically be like unable to walk, bones broken, to not go out there and like battle for his team. And again, like like we talked about the other day, that's one of those things that I just I, I love about him, and I love about you know love having a quarterback with that situation. But also like quarterback with with with, with a bad wheel, it's a recipe to run the ball. Like I I don't care what they have to do if they don't run the ball. You don't deserve to win the game. The list should go Miles Sanders, <laughs> Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. I don't want anyone else touching the ball. A hundred percent. Like, I, I don't. But the only reason I agree with you a hundred percent, the only reason I'm like, eh, I wonder what they're going to do with the Miles Sanders situation. Just because if his ankle's so bad that that's why we actually didn't see him last week, it won't shock me if they hold him out a little bit this week too to give him extra time. With the bye next week, you know what I mean? Sure, but ultimately, it, you're like, right. Ultimately, the recipe's right in front of your face. Right. It's it's not it's not rocket science. It's not hard. Don't outsmart yourself because if you outsmart yourself, you are going to lose to the New York Jets. So I think they can bounce back, and I think they can put up points against this team, and I think they can prevent the Jets from scoring points because I don't quite know yeah. who's going to score the points. So, like, I'm expecting a 30 to 10 kind of score. If it's yeah. not that, I'm going to be disappointed. No, I agree. My score is very, very close to yours 27 13. So, yeah. So, very, very close to yours. But I agree because, like I said, looking at last week, their top receiver is Braxton Berrios. He's like 5 9, and that's their number one. It worked for the Patriots when they had like three of them. You know what I mean? And it, but this is like, you know who they're going to. And they also had Ted and Coleman get 16 carries last week. But those are their weapons. And if you can't stop that, we have a big problem. And a lot of people aren't going to watch football next week because of the bye. Well, Eagles football next week. And then a lot of people might not watch after if that. If they lose this game. And I if don't think there will. We're optimistic about it. But it just, there's that 
thing in the back of my mind where I'm like, anything's possible. They lost last week and they should not have. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I think, I think we're looking at a very, very real problem if they lose this week to the Jets. Um, I, yes. Yes. I think this is a, this loss would be a game changer in terms of moving forward, like a, a game changer moving forward for anybody who doesn't play well or coach well. Like, I think yeah. this would be a, a now I don't think any mid-season changes are going to be made. I don't see that happening. No, no, no. But I think this game, it really could end up being make or break depending on how, like if it goes south, depending on how bad it is, it could yeah. break some people. And that's what, and that's the thing too, is you're 100% right on that. But it just sucks that we're even like talking negatively about this. And it's just because we still have last week's game in our head. Right. But realistically, if last week didn't happen, I would be coming out here being like, Eagles are going to crush them. And oh, our scores yeah. that we predict still reflect that. So maybe we should just end with a, Eagles are going to win. They're going to do it. And they better do it. Would would be talking so much trash and would be yeah. such a jerk. We'd be laughing right now if I wasn't afraid it's going to bite me in the ass. Just to, And yeah. again, I only think it's like a 20% chance that this might come back to bite us, but it's still a chance. But it's, it's unfortunately with the Eagles in 2021, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a thing that it's a, it's a valid <laughs> concern. And it, it here we are. I mean, it's, it's, it's been the way of the season. They, they play well for a couple games and they're like, okay, we're figuring it out. And all of a sudden they, you know, rip it right out from under us. Yeah. And then do things like they did last week. And Which is also why I think because of how bad last week is and with going into that week, everybody being like, playoffs, so hype. And then they know how bad last week was, which is why I think they're going to come out and dominate on Sunday. Well, hey, hopefully when this episode comes out, Dallas will have lost another game. Hopefully. We can only hope. They do have a lot of time, though, I'm just saying. Keep lucking out with these schedules. I mean, they play tonight. We'll see what happens, I guess. They don't have their head coach. Ooh. He's he's out with COVID, so they don't have him. But That's also, point. Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback this week for the New Orleans Saints. Mm. So, we'll see. We'll recording see. It's 7 o'clock on Thursday night. So, by the time this comes out, it there that that game will have happened, and let's hope that it's a nice fat Dallas L because there's nothing better than who done there or no what is it who that we're gonna beat them Saints <laughs> not them boys I'll tell you that <laughs> I don't know what just happened but that's the Saints note, saying no I know and I just think it's funny that it took you as far as it did to get there like we had to go it's not proper up. English no that they're gonna beat them Saints not the boys not them boys. Not them boys. <laughs> it's a riddle, okay? Everybody. <laughs> God. Yep. And with that, we are going to wrap this one up. So thank you for listening to episode 73 of Babes on Broad. As always, thank you to SB Nation, Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure you're following on everything because, you know, I'm sure we'll be nice and active as the we go into the bye, depending on what happens. So we will talk to you next week, and hopefully we'll t we're talking to you after a bird's win. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. 
Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A.